and we are live. Welcome everyone to the Feelings by Podcast. My name is Amit Soda. This is episode 56 with the lovely, lovely Jennifer Hervitt. Am I saying that right? You are saying it exactly right. Thank you. Yes, yes. We were originally going to do this last week and I had to push back to this week, but we're here today as well. We're going to talk talk about all things dating, doing dating right, and Mm -hmm. your brand is, of course, doing relationships right. And we're going to talk as well about tips to kind of get your online dating game up to scratch. And I know everyone's feeling it at the moment. And I saw an interesting TikTok the other day, and it was about a guy who, um, despite being a very good-looking guy, six foot uh-huh. four, six pack, he was talking about how few matches he actually got oh, as well. I'm going to duet this video in a, in a probably today actually. Oh god, I can't wait. Yeah, and he was just talking about this though as well, like his experience, and and that's the thing as well. A lot of people think, oh, it's just me. It's because of me. It's because of the way I look. It's no. because of this. Because of that. Mm-hmm. No, actually, it's everyone. But you it's have hard. to still put in the grunt work to make things happen. But anyway, we're going to be talking all about that and more. And I'll let Jen introduce herself uh, in just a minute. But for anyone who's joining us for the first time, uh, this is the Feelings by Podcast. By the way, Jen is also a podcaster. She's just hit 200,000 downloads. I'm not quite there yet, but getting there, getting there slowly, but surely. Um, So all of her details will be included at the end as well. If you want to reach out to her, if you want to speak to her or just drop her a message on Instagram or whatever, or just maybe even hit on her. I don't know. Are you married? I'm not even sure. I have a boyfriend. Yeah, it's a boyfriend. So no hitting on her, but just to to ask the the important questions uh, and all of the juicy stuff. Without further ado, let's get stuck right in. So first off, welcome, Jen, to the Feelings by Podcast. It's the first time I've had you on. I'm so excited. we met on Clubhouse, uh, sort of like 2021. In fact, it was 2021, wasn't it, really? So yeah. I think when I jumped on. And we had we all had loads of loads of shoot-your-shot rooms and oh. dating rooms and so much fun there. So um, I, I, I guess tell us, I'd, first and foremost, just tell us a little bit about, sure. about you, sure. how you got into the dating field, oh, um, the, the, the events that led up your journey to doing this, the okay. fact that you now have a boyfriend as well. Or I don't know, we met a match. We met a match. So everybody oh, wow. knows it so, works. It does work. It works. Well, there we go. You see, you're the living proof, right? The <laughs> embodiment of what it means to be yeah. an online coach going through this as well. So yeah. tell us your story anyway. How did you get into this line of work? Well, this and, is and how it started. How I'll give you yeah. the fast version. The fast version. So <clears throat> I tell everybody I, I made a career out of my disastrous divorce, but I'd like to say it was disastrous, but it wasn't so bad. So you know what? It's okay. I say, I tell people I'm, I'm happily divorced and I'm in a happy divorce. So I did, you know, my first book is called One Happy Divorce Hold the Bullshit. My second book is called Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda, A Divorce Coach's Guide to Staying Married. And, um, excuse me, I'm so sorry. And then I wrote a screenplay. Um, I have a blog, um, a podcast, and now a coaching practice. So there you go. That's what I do. And um, I love it. I love everything I do. And my podcast is my most fun. I I love it. I'm exhausted. But as you know, (laughs) as you know, helping people is exciting and and helping people date is great. And, um, you know, I, I like what I do. So. How long ago did that happen that this journey started as well for you? Um, and what been... were you doing before? Was it something completely out of the ordinary? Absolutely, completely different. Well, I was a stay-at-home mom. For um, My kids are now in co- going to college, both of them. <laughs> Next year, they're both be gone. Um, and I was a DJ um, for oh. f- 15 years, a DJ and a dance instructor. Wow. So okay. I gave it all up to have children. And then, of course, when I got divorced, I was like, oh, crap, now what? Right. So I'm like, oh, I think I'll write a blog. So I started a blog and then people, I had no idea people were going to ever read it. Um, And then um, one thing led to another, a producer uh, found my blog and started reading it. And they called me out to LA and said, do you write um, anything? I'm like, no, not really. And they're like, how about a screenplay? I'm like, sure, why not? (laughs) So I wrote a TV pilot, um, shopped it around for about four years and um, still shopping. And here we are. (laughs) Nice. One day you never know. You might see it on television, but I don't know. Wow, but it's it, it's uh, and obviously even even from DJing as well, it's quite a kind of a, a pivotal shift. Yeah. It's quite a monumental yeah. shift. Yeah. So, um, how did you find it initially, and what did you what kind of journey did you go on to learn about all this stuff as well? Was it just your own experience, or did no. you join particular courses? I or? did. I took courses and research. Well, I have actually I went to Michigan State University, and I have a degree in family and child ecology and adolescent development. So it's kind of like marriage and family and that kind of good stuff. So I did actually really love talking about families and relationships and um, love and sex and all that good stuff. So I kind of started there and then um, kind of went, you know, made, came full circle. But my divorce was interesting because, um, you know, I think had I known then when I was going through my divorce, everything I know now, um, we might not have gotten divorced. It's very interesting. So, you know, I think that once you know the communicate, the way to communicate and the skills and all that good stuff that I use with my coaching clients now, 
Um, I call him my husband, my husband and I, I don't call my ex, my (laughs) husband and I were like best friends. So, you know, we had to go through it to figure it all out. But if I could get together a bunch of engaged people or young, young adults that are like just starting out or dating and get them all together in a room and say, look, here's what you need to know, set your expectations this way. I think that we would really be better off. I don't think I had the right tools going into my marriage. Mm, interesting. Well, they say the hindsight is twenty twenty, exactly. right? So you just, you just never know. Though, never, right? I never know. Yeah. I never know, right? So, but, but I, I, I've always thought that as well. Obviously, not that I want to be single right now, but no. I just thought if I was not together with my wife, like how I would handle d- dating now. Because when I started, when we met, sorry, I beg your pardon. Dating yeah. apps were out. We were both on dating apps, swipe yeah. apps as well. So we have some idea, but obviously they've progressed a bit since then as well. Lots of new features mm-hmm. and stuff as well. So I thought, you know, how would how would I cope? now if i was out there uh, how would people perceive me would they want to date me I, I have no idea right you know but but one thing i do know for, for certain is that i would still aim to be happy being single and that doesn't mean that i want to be single for the rest of my life right but just enjoying the place i'm in and actually making the most of it right because it makes such a difference i tell my clients too if you show up and on a date and you're in a negative space no one's going to want to date you yeah. You have to be positive. And I know that's hard because it's tough. It, it, look, it, it's frustrating. Dating is frustrating, right? But if you're not positive about it and you show up as like a negative Nelly or you're like all bitchy, no one's going to want to date you. You know, yeah. po- like positivity is confident. Confidence and positivity are sexy. Don't you they, think? They are, right? They're the, the most. And I think oh. that's, that's the thing people don't realize. We always attribute it to f- physical attractiveness, mm-hmm. you know, uh, physical att- attributes. Nope. But we are more sensitive to a an abundant personality, someone who's oozing all the right stuff, then just how good looking they are. And it goes on that. Sometimes you just see people, you're like, oh my God, they, they're just so enigmatic, right? Yeah. You know, it's like they, you just want to be around them. Yeah. Uh, and it, funny enough, enigmatic is one of those qualities. I think someone who's a little bit of a mystery, who knows how to create that air of mystery, who wants to create that playfulness where people want to get them know, know them more and things like that. I think you told a story about your wife that I still remember that I loved about when you went bowling. Was it you? That's the no, but that was one of the couples that we matched up actually. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, and they were one of the, out of the singles Facebook group that we have. They were yeah. one of the, they were the first couple to get married. Oh, Not necessarily for the but the first one to get married. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I just think that like sometimes you're right. People, I, so, I know, I remember something, or but I remember people like they everyone put so much stock in like looks, right? And yeah. I just feel like funny being funny and witty and like that person i don't know you have that it factor like someone has an it factor and it's just you're attracted to them right so yeah you have so much better chance of getting that second or third date if you just show up um happy (laughs) really (laughs) just be happy just like you know if you're if you're bad mouthing your ex or you're talking crap about your your dating experience and you're saying oh my god i can't believe i'm on the apps again oh this sucks and doesn't dating suck and blah no one wants to sit with you no one wants, no one wants that because they're on the apps too, right? So yeah, and if you compare it to any other area of life as well, it's the same. Like if you were sitting there for an interview, would right. they hire you if you're bad mouthing your ex job? Would they <laughs> would they hire you if you're just being, you know, have this crap feeling about life? No, of course no. they're not, right? No. And so the same applies. You've got to find a way to pivot as much as possible, uh, and you know, not just artificially put a positive spin on things but actually really find the joy in where you are what you're doing and you know the stuff that you are doing and using it as a reason to try different things and you know go out there meet different people do all the things you've never done before all of the above and who knows what could happen as a result right and I tell my clients too, if you're in a really, you know, I shouldn't swear, if you're in a really crappy yeah. place, if you're in a shitty place, you know, like you shouldn't date, like take a step back, right? And and do a little work on yourself. And when I say like do a little work, I mean like find your, find your alone space and enjoy being alone and find out what makes you happy. Because you can't look at someone, that we, I'm sure you've said this in every pocket, right? You can't find, you can't look to another person to make you happy. You have to know what makes you happy yourself before you can expect someone else to like enjoy your, your company. So if you're not in a good space, please, for the love of everything, just don't date. Wait. There's no reason to even go out there, right? Take some time. What did you, uh, what did your current partner say when he found out you, this is your line of work? Like how did, <laughs> how did that go down? <laughs> well, um, it's funny at the time I was just starting. So I've been within five years. I've been divorced for eight. Oh my God. Has it been nine? it's been nine. And so I have been, and this is the point where I use my experiences. I think a lot was I learned from my mistakes, right? I think we all learn from our mistakes. And so we coach a little 
we're, you know, when we date a bunch of, you know, narcissistic red flags, blah, 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 you know, we know what not to do. Right. So, oh my God, I had a series of just like, boy, did I make mistakes? Like I jumped right into dating after my divorce and I thought, oh, I'm perfect. I'm fine. I don't need a break. Bullshit. I needed a big break. You know, I needed, (laughs) I needed to get my shit together. So, um, luckily I found my partner now, my boyfriend now, um, you know, after I had done that, that, and then I did some work on myself and then I found him. Um, yeah, I was just starting to write my books and I was just starting to get into the podcast stuff. So he's been on my podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah he's been on my, and we've actually spoken about our relationship and we've talked about what we do wrong and our communication styles and our attachment styles. So he's been a really, I mean, he's pretty awesome to do. <laughs> What to do when I make him do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, not that kind of episode, you know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, know, I do, but it's interesting because when he comes on the show, um, we, I get really big numbers. They, I get lots of time. so you should bring your wife. I should. I mean, people actually, love that's to, something I've never done. I should. Oh, you should do absolutely do it because you know what? Here's the thing: it's like authentic and real, and we we don't bullshit around. Like people will send us like um, questions and we answer them mm. because it's real. Like we don't, we know we don't, we don't have a picture perfect relationship. We just don't, you know, it's, um, so it's interesting. Oh, you know, like we talk yeah. about everything, everything. Yeah. So uh, and what did it, what did, how did he, what did he make of it though? In general though, as well, was he expecting you to use some like mental Jedi mojo on him to <laughs> win no, him funny. over? Yeah. I think everybody thinks that like, especially with, probably with you too, that coaches are like, we can just we got it all under control. We can, we can just, you know, fix the world, but you know, it's funny. What is the, the phrase? Uh, shoemakers kids go without shoes. Yeah. I feel like I can coach anybody, right? I'm the best dating coach. I can find you a man. I can find whatever, but for whatever reason, I, it takes two, right? It takes yeah. two. So like I can communicate all day long, but if he's not communicating in a, if he's avoidant and I'm anxious or he's, his love language is this and mine is, I still have to be able to work, you know, with both. And he doesn't, I also like, you know, he doesn't want me to coach him all day. Like I send yeah. him stuff. I'm like, look at this, look at this. And he's like, Oh, not another one. You know, Jennifer, please. So, you know, it's interesting. I, I love it. I love it. So let's do a little bit of dissecting then on the online sure. dating experience. Oh, let's do it. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Cause I think that, um, just, you know, like you, you are active on TikTok like I am as well. So oh, yeah. you probably scroll through and see some of the videos of the, the, the gender wars that are going on right now yeah. and the way people perceive, you know, the demands of men, the demands of women and yada, yada, yada. And it's a real kind of ug- ugly fest right now. Uh, I got some real pushback yesterday on one of my reels. Oh, did you? What, what oh, was the reel? Gosh, I never, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If you do you no, want me to? no, no, please. No, it no. was so funny because I don't get pushback on Instagram. People are real, like my, my following is real tight. I'm, I'm kind of new on TikTok. I know you're really big over there on TikTok. And I posted something about, um, I don't believe in playing games. I don't know how you coach. Do you, do you believe in playing games? Like where you well, have to like the, count? The way through? I describe it to people is like uh, the way I, the words I use, the exact words, uh, it's not about playing games. It's about learning to play the game. Oh, that's what I say to people. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, so do you believe in like waiting a certain amount of time or waiting to text or waiting to have sex? Do you believe in all that? No. Okay. You're like, no. I kind of do. I kind of do, Jen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to a certain degree. Okay. Yes. But not okay. like, not where it's artificially conflated. Okay. You know, like you, I must wait 24 hours, you know, just because okay. yeah, I should type of thing. Right? right. No, not like that. Okay. Just even if it's just waiting five minutes, just to yes. give yourself that. Yeah, breathing oh, work for a few minutes. Consider well, my response, and yes. then I'll reply. Type of thing, you know. Yes, and, without but being understanding, like, uh, yeah, and then understanding like that that actually can be quite attractive because you're not replying straight away. You're not answering the questions too directly straight away. Oh giving gosh. them everything they want on a plate. Suddenly, there's no mystery left. There's no there's no yeah. excitement left. Everything's vanished within the first date or few hours or whatever, right? So I think mm-hmm. that that is that part, that element of pl- learning to play the game. Well, I have, I have clients that do the double texting and they're always like, they're okay. immediately texting, they're double texting and they're writing up. A t- I'm like, you know, I have like rule. I have my like, look, I need to put that phone in the other room, girl, and sit on it. Yeah. I don't care what you have to, you know, the anxious attachment. So yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like I have, I'm, I'm a firm believer also in like, oh, so yesterday I wrote that. Um, oh, oh, I also, <laughs> this is another big thing. You're probably going to, your viewers are going to go, oh, she's crazy. Um, I don't believe in juggling. Yeah. 
So I, I don't like when I'm coaching, I'm like, look, it's one person at a time. And so everyone's like, oh my God, that's crazy. You have to have, you should be able to date 50 people. And I'm like, oh God, no. So that was, <laughs> that was a big pushback yesterday. So that, but it was the guys, a lot of the guys are like, no, you should be able to spin plates and juggle and have, and bench. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's no. interesting actually though yeah. that you say that because I actually disagree slightly. Yeah. This is good. I'm so sure. I love to, what's your what's your chain of thought on this? What okay. what's your thought process in this? Why okay. do you say so everyone, this is and, my <laughs> and this is what I'll say as well that uh, I, I believe both, yeah. but there's a reason why it can also go the other way. So I'll let you yes. answer first and I'll give you my 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 idea okay. on that. So this is my my whole philosophy, and it's actually what worked with my partner now, but um and how I coach and, and it works with, it works for me, so I, I'm sticking to it. But um Basically, I do feel strongly that if you are benching or you have someone on the back burner or you're dating multiple people that, and I'm not saying you have to marry this person, but I'm, you know, I'm, you're, it's, you're incapable of giving your full attention to one person and it, you can't do it. It's impossible to give that person a chance while you're dating other people to give the one, like one person at a time. Do you see what I'm saying? Cause you're always wondering if that next person is bigger or better, like the bigger, better deal. Right. Mm. So if you don't concentrate, so let me give you an example, okay? You meet someone on Match, like my boyfriend, for example. I met him on Match. We talked. We texted. We did our thing. We went on our first date. It was great. We had a good time. We went on our second date. It was really good. We were still dating. We both kept our apps open. We were still whatever. On the third date, he looked at me and he said, I'm going off my apps. You know what? And Let's see what I'm just, let's, you know, I'm, I'm interested in just seeing what happens here. I was like, oh my God. What, is, is it, what do you mean? Like, I was like, kind of like, but it was kind of sexy. It was kind of mm. like, it was kind of like he wanted me. Like he was getting, he was kind of interested in me. It was kind of like, wow, like someone's actually, so he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, let's just see where this goes. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. And we just went off our apps and we dated each other. We didn't say, I want to get married in five months. We didn't say, I want to have three kids. We didn't say, I want to see what happens next Christmas. We just dated for now. We dated in the moment and we just kept dating. And let's say we had, it didn't work in three weeks, we would have broken up. We would have gotten back on our apps and would have done our thing. We've gone, gone our merry way, right? So, but we gave our attention to each other and we didn't date other people. Does that make sense? Hmm. Because I feel like if you continue to date other people while you're dating one person, right? There's no way that you can, that you'll ever give that person that you're dating a fair shot. Hmm. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. So, because I like everything you just said, I agree with you. Because that's actually very similar to how it happened with me and my wife. Mm -hmm. But so th this is how I phrase it, right? So okay. I say to people, uh, and 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 it's an arbitrary number, but I say if you're under thirty-five, mm -hmm. you know what, you've got time. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I totally then, totally agree with you. I'm talking about dating after divorce. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. yeah. I think that's different. But all but also in the other, there's another side to this as well that where I say to people like when you when you're thirty-five, if you want to spend time getting to know someone and you know, you have got that time on your side. Great. Now, I, I'm i 45 now. I don't know how old you are. I'm not going to ask 50. how old you are. I'm right? just about I'm turning 50 <laughs> this year. I'm turning 50. Oh, my gosh. We're not, we're not that far off, right? Yeah. But my sister passed away when she was 38. She was going to be 39 I'm a so week sorry. later. No, 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 not at all. When I, when I turned, you know, I was 31 at the time. And when I turned 38, 39, like, I was like, holy crap. You know what I mean? You realize that just how short life yes, is. Yes, yes. So when I was dating at that point, um and even when i met my wife i was speaking to multiple women it wasn't that i was trying to cheat on any of them or anything no. but i was just speaking to them and same sort of thing happened you know we got to a point where we we're just like okay cool you know we, we're invested in each other let's do it and we both did the same thing yeah. came off all the apps and then done so in that respect but if you're committed to someone and then you're still seeing other people i think obviously that's a different yeah. story yeah different but if you're just getting to know someone and there's no exclusiveness so far you know and that there is that maturity we've just said right we're just dating getting to know each other in fact if you're dating other people more power to you as well kind of thing i think that that's some of the honesty that's missing from people I just agree. say it you don't have to hide this absolutely kind of stuff. i'm yeah. i'm with you i feel like if you sit down at the table and you're both like look that's the whole that's a problem that that a lot that causes anxiety a lot of people have women i'm just gonna i'm not getting but have anxiety in dating because people are not honest up front yeah. if you like if you if you said that to me look I mean, like date other people and blah, blah, blah. But then what happens is, is that how long one person dates other people is never the same amount of time as the other person wants to date other people. 
So you have, I'm, I'm going to date other people for three months and he's going to date other, other people for six months. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or six weeks or three weeks. And then you have another conversation. Let's say it's six weeks in, right? And I say, I'm done dating other people. And he says, well, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then I've invested three months of my time with this person who's been dating other people. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And that's how it was for my wife. Because actually, she's the one who said to me, I'm not. Yeah. And I'm ready. And yeah. she she was like, so where are you on this? Now? Exactly. And she didn't ask it that way. I'm just kind well, of. Of course not. For, but she's smart. Yeah, she because she doesn't get away anymore. Tell right. me right now. But she right. was kind of like, look, I know where I stand. Right. That's exactly right. Me. I words. If you want to go carry on dating. Good, good luck. Good buddy. for her. Good not, for her. Yeah, exactly. Yep. If not, though, if you're ready for me, let's do it. Yeah. And that's what led to that happening. And I and I, that's something I talk about a lot, that story, because for me, that's the the that's a really empowered thing to say for her to say that. I agree. hundred percent. Uh, for want of a better phrase, talk about balls, right? You know, and that's one of the things that attracted me to her. Well, of course, because she used I phrases. So I tell people yeah. to use instead of what are you looking for in a relationship? What do you want in a relationship? Say, I'm looking for, I want, I need, I. So you're not putting it, you're taking the onus. You see what I'm saying? It's mm. sexy. It's hot. It's whatever. And it's true. It takes, it takes balls. It takes chutzpah, you know, moxie for a woman to say, it's not that she's needy. That she's crazy, that she's cuckoo, that she she wants blah blah blah. No, she knows what she wants, and she's not going to waste her time with a man who doesn't want it, right? So, I I just I think it's really important that when you do sit down, you know, on date number five, let's say date number three, that you both come to the table and say, look, here's what I want, and if it's not the same end game, that you cut it off. There's no yeah. reason to waste anybody's time. Exactly. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, on on that note as well, like you said, the this idea of kind of putting it out there and what my wife did, I think not a lot of people do. And I think that what the other thing you mentioned as well, sorry, I'm just getting my chain of thought right before you said, but that thing you said about saying what I want, which is if you're someone who's generally always in the passenger seat historically and you are using those phrases like, you know, what do you want? What do you see? Where do you see us going? Or what, you know, where where do you think we are right now? You're putting obviously the power with the other person constantly. And this is where you as an individual do need to redress that balance and say, there are going to be occasions where you actually say what you want as well in, in addition to that, so that there's, there is balance to that equation. And a lot of people don't do that. Right. Agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, I feel like if everyone could be more authentic Mm. and vulnerable, because when you're vulnerable and you share kindly what you're looking for in a relationship, it opens the door to be vulnerable on the other side, right? Yeah. No one wants to share how they feel. Everyone's like, well, I don't want to say it till he says it. Or I don't want to say what I want until he said, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like in high school, right? But it's hard. It's hard to say what you're looking for because you don't want to look needy as a woman. Women are always, people say, oh, well, she's, she's so needy. She's, you know, she needs a man. Well, that's not the case. She wants a long-term relationship. And people are, that's not something to feel badly about, you know, if you want, but look, there are people who just want casual sex, own that, sit down at the table. And when, when you want to say what you want, say, I'm just looking for casual sex. And if the person across the table from you says me too, then it's a win. Mm, exactly right. yeah 100 yeah. percent. and there's a lady i had uh or that i spoke to recently and she's created a dating app where you can actually put the person on the app in one of three categories friend po- possible partner or uh or i, I think that. i think that's uh, great. I think it's a great idea i think it's a beautiful idea i love it absolutely love it uh and at least then there's no game playing there's no guessing none of that what, game what app is that can you allowed to say uh, but yeah of course it's uh, sparkles dating the lady who yes 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 Yes, yes, she's coming yeah. up the podcast next next yeah. season. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah. So I and I love that idea when she told me it, and um, and I think that that is a great way to go. It's a great app to use in that respect. That if you're yeah. more open to more than just one thing, but you know, I the ideal is that you want to meet someone who's a long term partner. But if you're happy to have some fun along the way, great, more power to you. Absolutely. This is the thing as well because people don't really know what they want or they don't know how to articulate it. This is why they end up quite lost because they're thinking, do I do this? Do I not do this? Is this wrong? You know, their minds just churn away like crazy. Absolutely. Whereas I I felt like when I got to that point, when I was dating, I knew exactly what I wanted and kind of like, yeah. And just, I just went after it and that was it. And if there was, you know, if there happened to be a woman, I just thought, look, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I'm not interested in you in a long-term relationship, but if you fancy having some fun, (laughs) love, let's go for it. Um, but it would, and you know, sometimes the answer was yes, sometimes the answer was no. But I didn't didn't get offended by it. I just okay, thought, but, what happens? But here's a question for you, okay? So let's mm. say I'm going to ask you. So let's say that you say that she says she's, you know, wants to just have. a, Do you think that women? I have a hard time believing that women do not 
catch feelings because yeah. I feel like every client that I have this like, oh no, I just wanted to have friends with benefits and I just wanted they come to me a month later, they're like, I'm just, I really like him. <laughs> I'm like, I told you, 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 you know, they, I feel like we catch feelings so quickly. I don't no, know. I agree. I agree. I think like, it, it does. But I think there are some, there are definitely a yes. very small portion of women who are just like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> they're, like they're quite stoic. In I their, was too. I was like, I just want sex. Just... Yeah, yeah, they're quite, they are quite. <laughs> and they're not afraid to show it. They always show it publicly. But when they find someone that they're ready to tell that to, yes. they'll do it. And they're not bothered by it. Then they'll I move agree. on to the next one and stuff. And so, yeah, they're fine with that. So you're right, though. There are other, And then there's the other side as well. But again, it's about being honest with yourself. Yes. Are you someone who genuinely is going to catch emotions? If you have a history of that, it's the only yes. way to know, really. Yeah. Then you know, you can say it as much right. as you want. Exactly. No, be fine. Well, that's why. I tell my clients too, like you should know, people always ask me like, well, when should I start dating after divorce? Or when's a good time to date after a breakup? Or when? It's not as much about the when as it is the why, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you dating? Why are you, are you looking for a long-term partner? Are you looking for, you know, just casual sex? What's your why? If you know your why, I think that's way more important than your when, if that yeah. makes sense at all. And so when you're writing your bio too, like I love to write online dating profile bios. That's my favorite thing. Um, like we said before, like you can't really write in your bio. I just want to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could, but like, you know, and, and that's, it's hard because you, you have to do it kind of like a sneaky kind of way. Yeah. So it's interesting that, that with sprinkles, it's a sprinkles, sparkles, sparkles, sprinkles, sparkles, 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 that's a good one as well. I think I'll take sprinkles. that name. <laughs> Sprinkles, sparkles, whatever it is, um, that you can put exactly what you're looking for. Because sorry, I made you laugh. Because then you can't, you don't have to worry about, you know, I don't have to worry about writing in there like, oh, I want a long design, you know. So it's so true. So actually speaking of profiles, then what are some of the things that you come across that which people do, which you kind of like, you know, if you yourself saw it on a dating profile, you'd be like, uh, no, thanks. Uh, But what do you tell people to put on their profile instead? How to sell themselves? How do they get the maximum amount of attention? Wait a minute. Are you in London? Yes. Okay. So you have something in London that I'm so jealous of that your listeners, have you seen Hey Saturday? No. Oh my God. Okay. You have a company that is the most awesome. They were, okay, she was Saskia Nelson. Okay, now this is starting to ring a bell a little bit, right? So tell me. Okay, it's called Hey Saturday. She is a photographer. She's the first of her kind anywhere in the world. She just opened in Austin, LA, and New York. And I might fly to New York to get it done just to see because I love her so much. She was just on my podcast. It's a a photo. How do I say it? Um, She does like online dating photos. But she tells a story. I love it's, it. I'm just oh on the website my now. God. How amazing is it? Yeah. Okay. Loving the pictures. I, you have to have her on your on alive because she talks about like how your online dating profile should tell a story with the pictures. Yes. And oh my God, it is just like, it, I don't know why it's, it's like, it's looking at art. But meanwhile, the pictures look like good. They look like real. They don't look like they're posed and they don't look like they're just beautiful. Right. I love it. I love it. Oh my it. God. I love it. And it's like, you know, you're doing yoga and then you're like drinking a beer with a friend and then you're like at the, you know, playing chess or whatever you're doing. Like, let's, she goes through your weekend with you and she'll follow you through like a weekend. Like, if you play golf or if you whatever. And so your profile, like, it looks, oh my God, it's just, it's just incredible. And it's not expensive. I actually see a few friends in there as well. I see James, uh, oh. a fellow dating coach friend, James. No, you don't really. There. Oh yeah. my gosh, really? Well, that's awesome. Uh, and I see a few other faces as well. Just like whether well, it's me through. Yeah, that I recognize. Yeah, I recognize the faces. So. That's awesome. It's that's a awesome. small world, isn't it's it? That's awesome. It's such, oh my God, it's such a small world because I'm head on my pockets and I'm like, oh my God, Saskia, I wish you were here. And we're, just, we're laughing so hard. And um, yeah, I think that's, but that's the point. Like, I feel like if everyone made online dating more fun. Yes. If we just had more fun. Like, I feel like if I saw a profile that had those pictures on it, I would want to look at it. Yes, definitely. You know, like it I don't want such a difference, right? Yes. Like I don't want to look at a profile with like if I see one more picture, oh my god, I'm so sorry guys. Of a, of like a of a guy holding a fish or a guy I mean we always say this or like, you know, a, in a bathroom selfie or a picture of a yeah. sunset. Yeah. Why do I want to see a picture of a sunset? I don't. <laughs> I mean, come on. Or the girls in groups, the girls in groups with like 10 of their friends. What what is that? What why? Yeah. 
then the guys are looking at the town of their friends and like, oh, let me find who that girl is. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, she's quite nice as well. Yeah. <laughs> then they're just getting to know you to know the friend. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh, that is so true. But you know what I tell my clients too is that like when you're going on a date, and I don't call them dates, I call them meets, meets, because I want them to lower their expectations. I don't want them to get so um, invested in the first couple of meets. So I say 20 minutes, don't spend too long, don't get all dressed up and for put just be put yourself together and just go for coffee or a drink and make it quick. Yeah. Um, and it's and like you said, right? And I have a little saying for that as well. If you treat your date like a mate then you're more likely to kind of, you know, create that, you know, just that nice interaction, you know, without the pressure. Yeah. I'll put that one of my quotes tomorrow. (laughs) Yes, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, I could steal that and give you credit. But you know what's so funny? I think we would be great for, don't you think we'd be, I think we're great first daters. We'd be great, wouldn't we? Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I love, I loved dating. I loved it. Me too. Me too. I had such an awesome time dating. But that was my problem is that like my first date, second dates were always so good. And then I was like, oh, he's a great guy. No, he wasn't. I just was a really good dater. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I thought everyone was fantastic. But it's so funny because I, I say all the time, I'm like, if you go on a date with someone and it's not your person, right, maybe he has or she has a person to fix you up with. Or maybe that person that you're meeting is, is great for business. Or maybe they know someone or they have a family member. So, like, be positive. You never know. It's so, so true, right? And by the way, let's go back to the subject as oh, well. Sure. So pictures, profile, yeah. of course. Yep. Massive, massive oh, boon to you if you can get some decent pictures done. It, and if even if you're not in that place where you can, yep. for whatever reason, but everyone can. Yeah. But just taking a selfie, not as if it's a selfie. I mean, yes. come on. Like, you know, just uh, without your arm in the Oh, my show. gosh. I can give you a little <laughs> some selfie pointers. Do you want me to? Yeah, go for oh, People are listening? That. Okay. Yeah. So on your iPhone... Um, if you use a portrait mode, turn it away from you, use the timer, but then in the right-hand corner at the top, it has to say F is in Frank 3.5. Yeah. That's the trick. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. And I'm telling you, photographers are mad at me right now, but they look, <laughs> but they look like really, they look like professional shots. They do. They do as well. I mean, obviously I'm always playing with my phone, my gadget, <laughs> my, you know, trying different things, even for TikTok, you know, trying different yeah. angles, using cinematic modes, all the rest of it. Oh kind my of gosh. Thing. And it just, you know, it just, it makes such a massive difference when that picture is just. I mean, or find a like friend, said, find a friend to do it. Like, yeah. or your kid have kids or just take, you know. Or even just get a selfie stick, right? Yes. You know, I just set the time order, put the little Bluetooth on. I mean, do you know, this is one of my greatest tools that I own, though. Do you know what I, I mean? love like, it. You know, it. But it is, you know, it costs you 20 pounds, right? And you can just be out somewhere and make it look like your friends are taking pictures of you. You know, you just get find the angles that work for you and done. Boom. You know, you've got some hard. It's not that hard. It really isn't. It really isn't. No. I don't know why people have such a hard. And I also really, and I don't leave things blank. People leave things blank on their on their profiles all the time. Like they're like, oh, I just going to skip that one. Don't don't skip it because people no. actually like to, they read it. They want to know all the information they possibly can. Yeah. You know. And I also say pick three apps and do them full on. Like yes. don't don't yeah. pick twelve and do them half assed. You know. And that's what people think. Oh, if I'm on online dating, I've got to be on all the apps. No, no, no. do two or three at most. And like you said, fully invest in those. Uh, and see where they go and uh, and you just you just don't know and if if one of those happens to be one that you just particularly don't not fond of or you just haven't had great success with great switch that one off try a different one and there are so many did you realize how many i had no idea there were so many dating apps yeah by the way i just i was just at the the pictures were just scrolling by and i just saw someone else i know on there as well (laughs) did you (laughs) she's actually a coaching client of mine as well seriously yeah, oh my God, that's like, awesome. you, you never told me about this, that you were on there. She's probably like, does it, she wants to keep it in the down low because if everybody yeah. has them, but yeah. I mean, but it's so fun to look at. They're so fun. I actually am going to send my girlfriend, um, I bought it as a present for her, a divorce oh, present. She got divorced and I bought it for a present and she's in New York. 
Oh, that's brilliant. That is. That's so good. And I like what you said as well, that it tells a story, which I think that, again, on dating profiles, most people actually never do. They're really factual. I do this. This is my job. <sighs> this is what I do on the weekend. Dad, dad, dad. And then literally that is it. Oh. So what, apart from picture, then what is it? Another, another face I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glued to this. I want to, I want to, go for it. I'll, I'll just talk. I'll just do it. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. I, I, you I, carry I, on. You're the experience. I'll podcast. just hang out. I'll just hang out. Um, I think also, so I, I always start my, um, giving away all my, my hints here. I start the bio part of it with yeah. like a headline. So the like the, best. the headline. So I love my favorites. Like, okay. In Charlotte, where I live in North Carolina, everybody's blonde. Yeah. Everybody's blonde. There's a, there's no brunette. So if like I have a brunette client, I'll be like, if you're searching for a brunette in a sea of blondes or something like that, you know, like something catchy or something, whatever, um, cute headline. And then, um, at the end, I always ask a question. I always end the profile with a question because people need a conversation starter, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of, hey, what's up? Hey, beautiful. What's happening? Like, really? Like, no one, you know, so I'll ask, like, do you want pepper? Do you, are you a pepperoni or pineapple person on your pizza? Or do you have an Android or an iPhone or like something, you know, what's your favorite sport? Or, you know, tell me something you did this week, whatever. So that when you, if they want to write back, they can answer it. Have you created any particular headline you're proud of for a client that you thought you kind of like, oh, oh my gosh, they're all bad. fabulous. Let me think. Um, <laughs> think of a good one. Um, oh my God, that's a good one. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to, I'm trying to think when I don't, oh my God, once I write them, they're like gone in my head. Yeah, I know what you mean. I do. do you feel that do way too? Yeah, I do. And the, the first one that just when I asked you that question, even I hadn't uh, got an answer no. ready, but I was just thinking of one where I was chatting to a client and he had a stutter. And obviously, oh. the more I spoke to him, the more it came to the forefront that this was an issue for him. At first, like he was like, you know, not a problem for me. But then I, as I delved in, I mm -hmm. could tell that it was actually mm -hmm. an issue. So I said, look, why don't you lead with that, but put it in a way that doesn't make it sound like you're trying to get the sympathy vote or anything else, but just put it in such a way that just say um, something along the lines of I have the most, you know, kind of like, um, you know, kind of like endearing stutter um and you know i i, I can't remember yeah, the words i've completely yeah, got in my head but it was just a phrase and when i said it to him and it was on the fly i thought that was pretty good actually <laughs> i didn't follow up with him unfortunately so i don't know the outcome but i just thought if you were to do that i know if it was me like right now i mean me with you know the whole kind of uh, the, the example i give to people sometimes now is look i'm, I'm 45 if i happened to be on the single market tomorrow it would be something about my balding and it would be oh. just like you know if they say bald men are sexy then i'm well on my way there exactly thing, right? that's, that's perfect kind of that's perfect. Yeah. yeah exactly i like to st that's actually like that self-deprecation yes like where you pick something that's not your favorite about yourself or it's bothering you that you throw out there. i think that's great yeah, because exactly. and also that that leads to something else where that whole kitten fishing thing where you're, you're not six feet, you know, yeah. you're not six feet, you're saying you're six feet, but you're 5'10", that's not six feet, you know what I'm saying? And, but like, look, you've got to be authentic and you've got to be honest on your profiles, people. You have to, because when you show up in real life, if you're lucky enough to meet that person, you've already started off with a lie. Yes. And then what are you going to do? How do you backpedal from saying, you know, I went on a date once and the guy was, um, he said on his profile was 54 and I showed up and he was clearly not 54. Like not yeah. even close. And I was like, look, I don't even want to sit here anymore. Because when you say you're 54, I expect a 50 year old, 54 year old person to show up. And when you're 60, that's not fair because I'm not going, I don't, it's not, you know, now you're deceitful and I don't know if I can trust you with everything else. Right. Even if I liked you, but if you were honest and said you were 60 and I liked you and you were honest, it would have been different, you know? Yeah. So it's really important you're honest. So it, it's true, right? And even, you know, even taking it a step further, looking at people who put up profile pictures of themselves from, say, several years ago. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, or, no. Uh, yeah, I've seen people do this and they still do this, or they've just taken it from a general scenario and cropped the picture and their friends are there or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on, you oh, can no, do a lot no. better than that. No. It's amazing, isn't it? Just how much a dating profile though has become an afterthought for people and they yes. don't really put any genuine creativity into it and make it something that they're proud of as well to proud to have out there. Yeah. I think sometimes the people that don't take the initiative to work on their profile and then they come to me and they're like, dating is awful. It's horrible. I hate online dating. And then I see what's going I'm like, well, you know what I'm saying? I, I, it's real hard for me to say, well, of course, you know, <laughs> and also I, I don't think they really want to date. Mm. I think there's something else that's going on. Like maybe they're self-sabotaging or yeah. maybe they're just not ready or they 
or they're scared. Like they're scared to put themselves out there. So if they sabotage themselves by making their profile not great, then they can say dating sucks, right? Yeah. Because I feel like if you are prepared and you are positive and you have a good profile, you're going to be, you've got one foot, you're already there, right? Yeah. That, yeah, 100%, right? So yeah. so we've talked about profile now. Let's talk about kind of the other the other elements, the the messaging, the connecting with someone, mm. the better, the more effective way of communicating with people. And um, what do you do if you're trying different things, but you're not hearing back and, you know, the full spectrum of things? What do you say to people who are going through this? Okay, well, I have, I've, I'm very strict with my, I'm very strict. <laughs> I love it. I please be strict. <laughs> this, I'm like, listen, um, I am a firm believer that you do not spend Okay. You do not spend a lot of time talking and texting before a date or a meet. Yeah. I'm like, look, you match, you text, you talk on the phone, you meet. Done. And I want it quick. Yeah. I think the longer that you communicate communicate with someone on an app and the longer you communicate with someone via text, the more ch the chances are higher that you're going to have it's going to be a um what's the word? A, a non what's the word for not successful? And th it's going to be a bust. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of miscommunication that can happen between text. Um, people text differently. They um, read text differently. There's, um, does that make sense? Yep. And people, people are different. In their own language, don't they? They read it in their own, yep. their, their own voice. Yep. They so interpret it. What the other right. person's saying based on what you think they're saying. Right. That's not actually what's going on. And you can't get, I don't care what anyone says, you cannot get a full, a, a real read on a person. You cannot get chemistry and feel with them unless you're in person in real life. So if you've made up this person in your head via text and you're in love with this ver version of a person via text, okay, and you get in person and you meet them in at a on their date three months later because you've been texting for that long, I mean, let's hope that it works, but the chances are that, you know what I'm saying, like you just got to get to that date. So I tell my clients, I'm like, look, you match. You chit chat for a little bit. You you set up at the date. You text. You text. You have a video call. You talk on the phone, and then you meet. I, I'd like it to be within the, the first week, if not two weeks. Sometimes schedules are such that you can't do it. You can't get there. I don't want you talking for hours on the phone. I don't want you texting for days, long, you know, three hour text chains. I mean, I have clients that were talking for like hours on end, mm -hmm. texting, and then he never asked her out. Like guys, guys, you know. Sometimes they don't want to, they don't want to ask people out, right? They yeah. just want it situationships. Your chances of getting stuck in a situationship are much greater if you prolong the meet. Hmm. Definitely, a hundred percent. And and this again goes back to what I was saying saying earlier. I think that the if you're you know, I don't want to ageify it, but no, it's true, though, if you, when you reach a certain age, you just don't yep. want to be getting into that, you no. know, get, get them on a date within a week. And if that doesn't yep. happen, move on. Younger, because, I agree. You have time. Yeah, you just, otherwise you just end up wasting your own time. And then you just set yourself up for that disappointment as well. Yep. Um, so, and we just don't have time for that. Anymore. No, so I don't know no. who has time for that. In, like, I don't. Those long, long chat. And, and that's the other thing as well. Like what you mentioned, we kind of briefly touched on it earlier is that if you, if you're divulging everything over messenger, over a phone, even a phone conversation in the oh. very early, stages you're needing nothing to be discovered oh when you actually meet in person uh to find out about them in the the, the ideal way rather than it being all just you know documented and suddenly mm -hmm. they know everything about you and that's it oh. all mystery all attraction disappears yeah no i tell people to treat it like a like a ooey one of those candies with the ooey gooey center yeah. <laughs> you know like let it like let your let the relationship like you know let it get to let them get to the center like let someone earn that trust before you spill your guts yes. like a tootsie roll pop you lick it 150 times before you get to the tootsie roll <laughs> like let it be slow that slow burn right you don't want to tell someone your your life story over text in the first three weeks and then meet them on a date and they're like eh. and then you then they walk away knowing every single detail about you and they can yeah. you know why would you do that right yeah, it's so true yeah yeah so and and yeah so then again following on from that you know we we're on apps we're messaging each other there's so many options out there so many mm -hmm. different apps what does someone do then to kind of make the most of their time 
making mm. sure that they're not making those kinds of dating mistakes. Is there anything else that people should definitely avoid doing? They should be doing. And to, again, to make the most of their online dating experience. Um, I would not hold on to people. Um, a lot of people like, especially in Bumble, when the girls have to make the first move or that kind of thing, if someone doesn't respond to you with, you know, if you're not chatting with someone, you're not having a full conversation, block them, be done, get rid of them, clean up your stuff. Don't go back. Like, you know, let's say you went on a date with someone and it didn't work out, but you still have X, Y, and Z in your, in your list of, yeah, he didn't really respond, but I'm going to reach back out to him and see what he's doing now. Why? Mm. Why? Don't, don't get in the, in the habit of, um, I'm bored, so I'm going to, yeah. I'm bored. So I'm going to check this one out. I'm bored. So I'm going to swipe. I'm bored. So I, or that dopamine rush, right? Or maybe if I talk to him today, maybe if I reach out today, he'll respond. No, if he didn't respond the first time, he's not responding this time. And if he wants to find you, he will. That's another thing I think we forget about these dating apps is that once you've connected with someone, pretty much they can find you, right? With Google and everything else and Instagram. And they've probably already done their research. So I know it's hard to hear. It really is. It's really hard. But if someone wants to find you, they're going to find you. What do you say to people who, where they, they've tried to find someone, but they can't find anything about them? No, done, done. done. <laughs> done. done. Okay. I love that. Done. That's what I say to people as well. They, no, they're like, done. that's a bit harsh. And I'm like, no. Oh, no, no. done. I, done. Yeah. Done. I, you can do a reverse Google search now on pretty yeah. much everyone. Yeah. And I got news for you. If there is no information on a person, there's something, there, that's, they're done. Done. I would just say, <laughs> yeah. run. Run for someone, the hill. Someone was telling me about, um, yeah, that was it. Yeah. So uh, someone I know, without giving you too much information on my live podcast, um, they were they were seeing someone. Okay. okay. And they kind of clocked that this person was not who they said they are. Oh my God. That happened to me. Don't even. Yeah. It, and then we did, we did the whole thing. We tried the Google searches. We couldn't find them, couldn't find them anywhere. Um, but there was, they were clearly lying about who they were. And so, um, uh, and apparently it wasn't the first time, but they, they, their story, it was, it was a, a case of major catfishing. This story yeah. was very elaborate to the point where they'd even introduced this individual to their friends or so-called friends um they'd you know uh had a very convincing story and stuff but then unfortunately the conversation about money started to creep up and you know the, the questions of you know do you, so do you own your house and all of this kind of stuff but luckily this person had the sense to think something is up here and then they found out that they weren't who they said they were mm -hmm. they didn't work at the location they said they worked i wonder at. if it's the same guy um, i was dating happens no 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 probably not um, but, um, unless it was an Indian guy that you were dating, but, no, uh, no yeah, Israeli. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. He could look Israeli, who knows, but, <laughs> but he, it was, but it was very elaborate. Like when we were talking about it, we went through it in detail. In fact, I helped her a little bit with the search as well. So scary. Yeah. It was quite, quite, you know, it was incredible how much this guy had been able to hide his profile online. Like as in uh, the pictures, nothing else online for him and all the rest of it, nothing there. It's horrifying. Him. Yeah. It's horrifying. And that's the thing too. Like you really, um, if you feel something's off, if your gut is telling you, and this is while you're on a date, this is while you're on an app. This is if you're sitting, I don't care if you're sitting across the table from someone, if you feel like something is wrong, it usually is. Yeah. It usually is. So um, don't talk yourself out of pink flags. I talk <laughs> about don't talk yourself out of a pink flag. I love it. A I pink love it. flag it's like when you put the white, all your whites in the laundry and then you, that red yeah. sock goes in there and then everything comes out pink. Oh, no, no. There's a red flag in there. That red sock was in, turned everything pink, but there's a red flag coming. Does that make sense? Yes. So yeah. make sure you know those pink flags, they're, gonna, they're not going back to white. They're pink for a reason because more is coming. So... And I often say that to people as well, like, you know, uh, when I really do a deep dive with people as well, when I ask them that question as well, like how early on did you see, did you see or feel this red flag? Yeah. And like it was pretty early. Oh, so what the made chills. you not, yeah, yeah what made yeah. you not pick up on it? Uh, and don't get me wrong. I think we're all, we're all only human. We're all susceptible I did to it. that. I did it for but a long yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. We're all completely open to that. But I think that as you grow in this journey, you've got to be able to pay attention to your own instinct if something's telling you look it feels a bit off then i need to take a step back at least yeah. at minimum and tell someone really trusting 
let them be your conscience let them be your guide i love that idea yeah because yeah. otherwise you we are just susceptible and that's that is part of the problem isn't it because people then don't tell someone or they hide it then they carry on down that path and then well, because they don't want us. they don't they don't want them to tell them to stop it so sometimes we want so badly for a relationship to work yeah that we've we've dreamt up this perfect prince charming image and we don't tell our friends because then they're gonna they're gonna say oh my god no you have to stop that's wrong Right, but then it gets further and further along. It, it's 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 hard. It's hard. Yeah. Did you did you by any chance listen to the uh, that series podcast, Sweet Bobby? No, I'm scared. What is it? Oh, oh God, it's worth one worth listening to. I actually, admittedly, I haven't listened to the podcast, but it was number one on Apple for a long time. But I read the article, and it was a full article. It must have been about a five thousand word story about this lady in the UK who got catfish. I think it was for ten years. And the individual in question happened to be her female cousin. Um, and <laughs> in, yes, I know. It's When you read this story and how it's one of the craziest stories you'll ever come across, ever. And this oh is why it's an amazing podcast as well. So, But but it was number one on Apple for quite a long time. But if you search it, Sweet Bobby, I think okay. it's still right to listen to. You write it down. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's just an incredible. The twists and turns it took oh over 10 years is just, just absolutely like insane. Why do people do this stuff? It's like the reason that's just, you know what, this is the stuff that makes my clients scared today. Yes. Yeah. You know? And it's horrifying, but you know what? There are good people out there. Let's just end this on a high note. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I say that's a good, that's a good yeah. selling point of getting yeah. a dating coach as well. Like Agree. You could be, be scammed out of, you know, $10,000 or you could pay $2,000 to make sure you don't end up in that situation, whatever it is. I don't know what the cost is for anyone else. Right. But whatever it is, at least, you know, you, you, and you, you know, and the amount of people, money people make waste on dating and you're oh not, waste, sorry, not big upon not waste, yeah. but waste on bad dating. Whatever. Yes. And you know, you could easily save that money if you wanted to. And you know what too, I wanted to say this, you can always do a background check. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely. do them. I After the thing happened with that guy with me, I ran background checks on everybody. And there you can get very inexpensive ones and you can get ones that are thorough. And um, I had a PI on my podcast and um, you can listen to that episode. She was fantastic. And she's like, look, there's not a thing wrong with running a very simple background check before you if you're going to get serious with this person, like yes. if you've been on, you know, six months, you're going out with them for six months and you want, you're thinking about marrying this person. There's no reason why you shouldn't do it. Yeah. So. I I had quite a simple rule. Obviously, look, being a guy, I could be, and I don't mean this in a sexist way. I was just a bit more relaxed about it, but I would at least Google search the person I was dating. Uh, I mean, that was just a bare minimum. When you should Google me. Watch what happens. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. How do you know I didn't? <laughs> my kids Googled their apparent in their, um, when, when Zach was in seventh grade, I think eighth grade, my son, he was like, oh, I'm really sorry, Mrs. Whoever, but I got to Google, Google me and the whole room was like, oh my gosh, what does your mom do? What does she do? <laughs> so sorry, baby. <laughs> oh, bless. That's so funny. But don't it's true though, isn't it? Even just that, because in, I don't know what, again, I'm not sure about the, the same, you know, equivalent laws in the US, but in the UK, we've got something called Claire's Law, but that's actually about abusive relationships. However, oh. it could technically be apply, applied here, especially if you like, as a friend, if you're looking out for someone, if you think there's something up, you could always get, you know, under Claire, Claire's Law, have oh. a background check on someone. Oh, um, that's, that's excellent. We don't yeah, have so, so, you know, there are things you can do. It's not specifically exactly for that purpose, but under that, you probably could um, as a way of checking. So wow. it's, there, but there's a number of things, right? And, but to be honest, but I just had a standard. Look, if you're not, if I can't see anything about you online. Done. And also yeah. I feel like if someone's hiding, like if someone doesn't want to give you their last name, you know, I understand the first date or the set, whatever, like when, yeah. I, but like if someone's adamant and they're like, no, I, I just think that's weird too. Do you think that's weird? I think it's a little weird. Yeah. Or, or at least a second date, a minimum yes. second yes. date. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and again, you know, first date, doing it in a public space, you know, somewhere where you're relatively safe and not, you yeah. know, the light lighting and having an exit strategy. Yeah, and not falling for the, oh, yeah, you know what, actually, let's change plans. Come over to my place, you know, all of that kind of stuff and everything. Oh, yeah. It does happen. It does I'm happen. I'm glad I don't have girls. That's all yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, oh, I, treat my, I taught my boys. I'm like, boys, you better get your shit. <laughs> Speaking of which, like, you know, how old are they now and what are um, you saying to them as well? For, oh, for my gosh. They are, they're such good boys. Thank God, knock on wood. They both have girlfriends. Um, One is, I have a 19-year-old and a 20-year-old. One's a freshman in college. You don't look old enough to have a nineteen-year-old, twenty-year-old. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, the ones that they're both at, the ones at Syracuse, uh, New York now, 
and one and that my senior's graduating in a month. Um, and he's going to Syracuse next year. So I have oh, wow. two two kids going to I'll be all alone so what here. Do you, what do you tell them about dating? I tell them not to, they're not allowed to look in engagement rings until they turn 30, like 35. <laughs> 35 is the youngest. I'm like, don't even think about it. And um, I would like them to date a lot, a lot. I would like, I don't want them to even, you know, they both have girlfriends. I'm like, okay, it's been long enough. I've been dating for a year. It's enough. Next. Yeah. Moving on. I don't, I don't, I really, I think that like, you know, I'd like them to have lots of, and they've also been through my, you know, our divorce and, um, you know, I think we did it right. I think we really did in their they, they always say like, why do you guys talk so often? You're supposed to be divorced. I'm like, okay, you know what? It could be worse. So they're good kids. They're good. Not yeah. Going yeah but. It's interesting you say that actually as well. Cause um, again, a story I heard from recently from a client, mm -hmm. um, an ex of theirs got married very young, was forced into it. Their first love as, as so to speak. And then things ended disastrously as well, yeah. because, you know, they didn't know any different right. or any better. And yeah. It's so true. I think that we we underestimate the power of life experience Absolutely. Uh, to guide us and make better decisions. Yeah, it's good. they're called starter marriages now. Kids, yeah. that get, kids that get married between twenty one and twenty six. I think yeah. it is. They're actually called start. I'm like, oh no, we're gonna wait. We're gonna miss that. We're gonna wait till after we're thirty. I'm like, I could. <sighs> I don't know about you, but I, I mean, obviously you were right. But okay, so, so that was a silly yeah. thing of me to say, but. No. But just thinking back on my life, so I was 38 when I met my wife. She was 40. So we got smart. married at, I was 40, she was 42, right? So smart. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, as well, even you say that, but actually it's true. I couldn't imagine myself even Neither contemplating could. marriage Neither could I. below 35. I genuinely couldn't. Like, it Neither really could I. Been to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, yeah. Neither could I. I did not, I should not have, I mean, I remember walking down the aisle to the chuppah and looking at my mom making a face like, what am I doing? Stop this. Like, I was like, please save me. I mean, I was 26 and I was like, this is, I knew I was not, I should not have done it. Yeah. But, yeah. But what it could have should. And I have two gorgeous boys and that's okay. But like, I'm telling you, I completely understand what you're saying because it was too young. I was too young. Yeah. 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 And that's just me being honest. It's not that no, yeah, no reflection no. on anyone else. I no. just don't think I was ready for it at all at that stage. You know, I was, you know, you always wanted a relationship, but there was just so many other things, other experiences, but also where I wanted to be in life or, you know, all of the rest of it, you, you know, you, all of those ingredients. And for that reason, I just couldn't have done it. You know, no. even if I had the opportunity, I don't think I would have. Oh gosh. Well, can you talk to my kids? <laughs> <laughs> I will try. I mean, I will try and put them off the best way that I possibly can. I'm like, but... no. How about no? The answer is no. Don't bring another girl home. They're, I mean, they're fabulous, and the girls are fabulous. I love them, but like, can you imagine me as a mother-in-law? No, no. <laughs> I have to wear beige. Shut up and wear beige, Jen. Shut oh up and wear beige. Goodness, me, those poor girls. No, I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. I know, right? All right. I should, trust me. <laughs> So we, we've covered quite quite a lot actually but i think that um if you could give everyone a bit of a summary as to some of the key things to try try and enjoy the online dating experience yes. and how to get the most of it i mean we've talked about the pictures we've talked about yes. profiles we've talked pictures, about profiles. messaging uh, I think anything else as well and please review any of that as well yeah i think you know what i think we covered so much and i think the the, the takeaway here is just enjoy it and if you're not enjoying it um, take a break. It's okay to take a break. There's no shame in your game. And also get help. You know, when you're um, working out and you're, you're trying to get better, better, you know, more fit, you hire a coach, you hire a personal trainer. When you're dating, if you're having, if you're struggling, you hire a coach. So there's no shame in hiring a coach or getting help. Um, and also remember that it's not about so much about finding the right partner. It's about being the right partner. So yeah. after you find that partner, when you do, because you will, especially if you have a coach, when you find that partner, it's important that you do work on yourself and um, learn how to communicate so you can keep them. Exactly right. Yes. Because that journey is never ending. And I have this <laughs> thing where I say to singles, that you think being single is hard? Wait till you have your relationship. Exactly. <laughs> then Thanks. you're going to know hardship. Yes. Oh, yes. Because relationships take work, all of them. They do. Every relationship takes work. It does. So you got to yeah, do relationships right. I don't want to paint the horrid picture for people, but no, it's, it's just understanding. It's just not automatic. It doesn't mean just because you met someone you fell in love, everything's going to mm. be 
swimmingly that way. No, no, no. It, it stays that way through the work, the effort you put in, the getting to know each other, the, the constant courting, dating, continuing all that kind of stuff. I have to, my, my wife and I were talking about this. Even we got slack with the whole dating thing um, during lockdown and everything as well. Yeah. So we kind of said, right, now we're going to reboot our dating as well. So we, we did our thing last month. We're going to go uh, check out the Tate Modern, you know, we, which I've never been to actually, funny enough, living here in London. Awesome. I've been to Tate Modern, whatever. But just simple things. We're just going to do all the things that we we want to do and enjoy Good. and go enjoy. see and experience and yeah let me so, know how it goes i want to hear oh i will do definitely i'm sure i'll create a nice little uh and i mean you have to come on my show too next next season oh, I can, oh please. please i mean yes it says please come on the show please <laughs> i have you on my list you're number one. Oh, thank you <laughs> and uh, yeah so i guess you know what to round off um is there anything else that you think you want to just kind of a tidbit you want to share before you go just to say to people like you know what this is one of the key things that you need to know um, I think I just did. Did I just? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I did actually, but just yeah, take, um, um, just be positive, be confident. Um, and confidence is sexy. And um, I don't know, just be positive in your dating, and and you're going to be fine, everybody. You're going to be fine. You it's, are. You you're are going to be fine. Dating is not. It doesn't have to be a disaster. Doesn't of have course. to be a disaster. That's it. And last but not least, where can everyone reach you and connect um, with you if they want to? Easy peasy. JenniferHerbitz.com um, is the easiest or Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Jennifer Herbitz doing relationships <laughs> right. That's it. That's it. easy, easy, easy enough to find you. you as well. By the way, are your book still available? Yes, of course. Everywhere. They, they, on Amazon? Ever. Amazon, Target, Walmart, wherever. Oh, lovely. Perfect. Yeah. Well, not that we've got Walmart. We've got Asda here. Oh, Walmart, oh, but, oh. So, owned by the same company anyway. Yes. Yeah. So Amazon. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so you can get it in Amazon, people. But thank you so much, Jen, thank as well. You, obviously, we've having... kind of been speaking for about a year now, obviously, mostly on Clubhouse, but uh, but it was lovely to finally see you face to face and I know, right? the podcast as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause, virtual round of applause to the lovely Jennifer Herbert. Oh, and thank you, darling. It's such a pleasure having you on the podcast. I've enjoyed every second of this. Me too. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everyone else out there, thank you for joining us on the Feel Inspired podcast. Next episode coming soon. Uh, but this one, if you're catching the tail end, you can listen to it on all the major podcast platforms in probably under 24 hours. So I'll see you then. Ciao. See ya.